Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise podcast. I'm Donna Pastera. So uh, it's still hot as can be here in uh, Central South Texas. I don't know. We don't know what to call it, but um, yeah, it's been in the triple digits. No rain. Um, I actually tried watering my lawn last week, which which <laughs> is just sort of a futile effort. Um, yeah, it's not gonna. It's yeah, it's it's ridiculous, but. What are you going to do? You, your yard is cracked and it looks brown. Of course, so does all of my neighbors. Thank God none of, you know, nobody in my immediate block uh, has sprinklers. And uh, so that kind of makes life a little bit better. Um, so I don't have like that one neighbor who has the perfect yard and the rest of us look like we're in, you know, the Sahara or something. But, uh, but yeah, so that also just means it's still a real challenge to get out there and try to run and do things. Um, I <clears throat> got my mental game back on track last week. So I'm really happy about that. Cause I think that was important. Um, so, uh, Saturday I went out, I was originally going to do a 15 miler and I mean, I had it all figured out. I, um, did it alone and, um, wanted to start at seven and just didn't manage to get myself out the door. And so I didn't start until about quarter to eight. And you would think that 45 minutes weren't really would not be that big of a difference, but it did. Um, so I ended up on the river walk, which normally I really hate doing pavement. Um, but it's kind of like, I when I lived in the Valley, I always did my long runs on pavement or the majority of it. And I think, I don't know, I just seem to do better with, with that, even though I hate running on pavement. Um, at least with the river walk, it's scenic and you see other people, <laughs> a lot of cyclists. <laughs> Little note to the cyclists, don't ride, you know, three abreast for the love of all that is holy. Um, yeah, I had a couple minor, you know, skirmishes with, with some cyclists and people with dogs and things like that. You know, dogs and children are very unwieldy on these narrow <laughs> pathways. And so you have to kind of watch yourself, but yeah. So I, I packed up a cooler as always. I always feel like I'm, I have this little igloo cooler. It's a little blue and white number and, uh, you know, fill it with ice, Topo Chico, Coke, watermelon, extra Gatorade. Um, maybe if I can stick a bottle of water in there, I will. Um, but it's not very big. And, um, whatever else I can fit in there. Cause I never, you know, I, I really am the, the person you want to be on a deserted Island with. Cause I always manage to pack a lot of stuff because <laughs> I never know what I'm going to feel like when I do a long run. And, and so it's like, I just want to have everything there. I had like limon flavored, you know, uh, not Pringles, but what is it? Ruff, not ruffles. What are those ones? Oh, Lay's. Yeah. It's basically the same brand, but anyway, they're really good by the way. And then I have these, double chocolate, Mexican chocolate, uh, H-E-B kind of Oreo cookies. They're chocolate on the inside too. Oh my God. They're really to die for. And if you don't have H-E-B by you, it's your loss. Um, so anyways, but I have all this crap in my, <laughs> in the back of my, uh, Forester. And, uh, and so I, I parked at, you know, this, this one spot and I, my plan was to run out five, go back five and then do two and a half out and two and a half back which was, you know, in my mind seemed pretty doable. Um, the first five and a half were really good. Um, I felt good. It didn't feel bad. There was a lot of shade, maybe even a little bit of a breeze, you know, it was, it was actually fairly tolerable. And, um, then the sun came out. Yeah. 
don't know what it is. It's like when I lived in Ohio, I can always remember it seemed like during the summer we would get clouds occasionally. And it's like here, no, there's no clouds. It's just scorched earth, you know. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. It, and I started to run out of water. Um, you know, fortunately, there, there were some drinking fountains along the way. And uh, so that helped. Um, but then I made the grim discovery that I had forgotten to pack gels. And uh, so all I had was like some jelly beans in my vest. And uh, so I, you know, made the best out of that. And that um, I really started to bonk around mile seven. But before we got go there, um, instead of just going out five miles, I decided to, to go that extra mile, so to speak, uh, literally. And I went out five and a half. Um, so that would bring me to 11 by the time I got back to my car. So that would give me fewer miles to do on the second go, um, <clears throat> which on one hand was a really good idea because I know, I know sometimes I can't be trusted. <laughs> and so sometimes if I'm feeling okay, I'll just kind of push it a little extra on the out and back and, you know, maybe go a little longer. And, um, problem was that it was just really getting uncomfortable. I, and I don't have anything to back this up, but I swear it had to have been the hottest day of the year. It was just ridiculous. I mean, I even had sunscreen on and a hat. And I still managed to get sunburned. I'm just like, good Lord, you know, and, and yeah. So I, around mile seven, I did pack this little peanut butter and jelly, like half sandwich in my bag and, um, I'm right, you know, backpack and, uh, vest. Sorry. That's what it's called. It's called the vest, not a back backpack. God. Um, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Um, and I sat down under the shade of this tree at a park and tried to eat it. But, oh, God, the bread was so stale. I thought I was going to choke to death. So I ended up not eating much. So I think I was starting to bonk pretty bad. And um, But I just kind of sat there for about 20 minutes and just kind of regained, you know, my uh, will, so to speak. And I did. I did. I was fine. And, and, you know, I was very determined. I mean, I wasn't really trying to let the heat get to me, even though it was really awful. Uh, I was just really determined to get that mileage in. And for a while there, I was kind of backpedaling. I was thinking, well, maybe I'll just do 14, you know, and or maybe even just 13, you know, because that's really what the minimum was called for uh, in our training plan. And so I thought, well, it wouldn't be the end of the world. You know, at least I'd get that in. And um, so I thought, you know, by the time I got back to my car, I was just, <laughs> I was just a sodden mess. And I sat there in the hatchback of my trunk or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, yeah, had a, had a Topo Chico, a couple sips of Coke, a couple bites of watermelon contemplated my future. <laughs> and I, uh, I, I just decided that it's way too hot. I'm going to really make myself sick and not that, you know, one extra mile was going to kill me, but I did go back out and I went uh, a mile out and a mile back. So I got 13 for the day. So I was felt, I felt really good about that. My, time, you know, was not the greatest, uh, you know, but I think I'm trying to move beyond that and um, just get it done. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean, it matters, but it's like, you know, of course I was hiking some of it and running some of it even toward the end. So, I mean, I, I know, and this kind of convinced me or, or reassured me that I still have what it takes to do these ultras. It's just, again, it's a lot of times in my mind, as I've mentioned before. And um, so, yeah, so I, I, I did it. I, I did the 13 and then I spent the rest of the afternoon lying in bed trying to take a nap, you know, and I think I did conk out for about an hour, but 
<laughs> but it was, it was super hot and uh, really pretty unpleasant and humid, you know, and I got that report from a lot of friends and <clears throat> actually had some friends that went up to a uh, hill country state natural area, AKA Bandera. And they were up there, man, they were really feeling it too. And I can only imagine what it would be like being up in hill country, you know, it's like a little closer to the sky. Um, but anyway, nonetheless, I, uh, I felt really pleased with myself for, for getting that much done and, uh, you know, ran a fair amount of it. So, you know, it's getting there. And then I kept thinking also while I was running, you know, it is going to start feeling easier as the temperatures start to drop and eventually they will. It's probably not until about October, but I think this week we're supposed to finally move out of the triple digits and, you know, maybe just be just be in the nineties. Um, and maybe get some rains. I'm like, oh, because I don't really mind running in the rain. In fact, I enjoy it, except for when there's lightning, as I've probably mentioned before. And um, yeah, so that part doesn't bother me. So I'm kind of like, bring it on. I'm ready. <laughs> so, and uh, Sunday, the plan was to run like an hour or so, um, and which I did. I actually got up and I was like, really, my legs felt pretty good. And I was in a chipper mood. And I, just took myself out to Hardburger Park West, which is um, probably my favorite local park, or it's like a small local park because it's um, it's got natural trails. It's got like trail trails, and but they're not real rocky or you know rooty or anything like that. It's you know it's kind of flattish. I mean, there's some elevation, but it's nothing you know like some of the other parks around here, you know, where I just feel like, Oh my God, I'm killing myself. And, uh, yeah. And I took myself out there and I, I, I did pretty well, or at least I thought I was, I mean, I was really running, I mean, literally running most of it, um, which you would think on day two, you know, you'd be hiking it and, uh, no, but the trail felt really good under my feet. And, um, I don't know, I just felt really good. But then, <laughs> then of course what happened is, uh, I take a look at my Strava stats and I guess, I run out there quite a bit, but I guess the two previous times I'd been out there on that route that I took, that was my slowest. And I was like, great. Thank you so much, Strava, you know, and <laughs> I don't know, sometimes Strava can kind of mess with your head. So you just got to kind of learn to suck it up and deal. But anyway, yeah. So I, I, I felt really good about, about that. I ended up getting in about four yesterday. So I mean, you know, I wasn't breaking land speed records, but you know, I was still getting it done and running a lot of it. And I swear that's like my magic bullet for long races is to do that second day after the long run. Um, I just think there's something, I don't know, there's something kind of cool about it that makes you feel like, wow, I'm stronger than I think I am. So uh, yeah, so I, I really uh, enjoyed my running this, this weekend, especially, and um, hoping that this week will be the same. And um, I think, I think for me, what I really need is just to have that plan and feel confident about it. Because um, I find myself sometimes on Saturdays, if I'm not running with anyone, anybody, anyone or anybody, anybody, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I tend to kind of scatter, you know, my brain gets scattered and I'm like, geez, I don't know where I'm going to go. Maybe I'll go to McAllister. No, nah, I don't want to go there. Maybe I'll go to blah, blah, blah. Nah, I don't want to go there. And so then I sent around, I'm dithering, you know, and I don't have a plan. And, I, and the next thing you know, it's like 10 AM and I'm not out the door. And yeah, I start to feel pretty bad about trying to start a long run at that hour. So 
add. Um, so I think the key for me anyway, is just make sure that you have a plan and that you, you know, feel good about it and how you're going to execute it. Because I think that's really important because I think if you go out there sort of scattershot, your results are going to be the same. And, um, and, and I'm not one that, that that's a huge planner in terms of a lot of things, just because, you know, having been a journalist for a long time, you, you kind of learn to have to go with the flow with a lot of things. Um, you know, you might go into work at 10 and you might get out at five or you might get out at midnight, you know, it just sort of like, you just don't know. And so you have to just kind of be willing to kind of, you know, move along with the uh, vibrations there. <laughs> but I, uh, but yeah, I do find that. And, and I also find that that, that, helps me in, in ultra races too, just because you're, you know, if you encounter something that you weren't planning on, you know, for instance, you know, a giant thunderstorm, you know, or a storm just blows in out of nowhere that you can kind of, you know, adjust your game plan accordingly. But I think for training runs, um, you, you have to have some sort of plan because if you don't, you're just going to set yourself up for failure. At least that that's my advice or that's what works for me. So I just need to be a little bit more cognizant of that. Um, some other good news. Um, I know I managed to talk for like 13 minutes about two runs on the weekend. My God. Um, <laughs> no, but the, um, the other news that came out last week that just really, I think maybe this was like buoying my spirits a little bit, but I was, uh, I saw that Tejas trails has got a, uh, a new race, um, outside of Houston. Um, let me see. I think it's in the middle of October. Let me take a peek here. Cause I cannot remember the date. Um, but it's a, um, what's it called? It's called the trailway. It's in Somerville, Texas and, um, at Lake Somerville state park. And I was really excited because the trails there as you may or may not know, outside of Houston, things start flattening out and getting a lot less technical. And so it looked a lot like the wild hair or maybe Huntsville State Park to me. And so I got really excited. I was like, oh my God. So I emailed Chris McWaters and asked him about it. And he's like, yeah, definitely. It's definitely not like Bandera. And I'm like, yes. So I signed up. I'm signed up for the half marathon, which I think is in October 9th. Yeah. 9th through 11th. So yeah, they, I had to pick a start time. So I picked, I think I picked 7 a.m. <laughs> um, but yeah, that looks really good. And it looks like, you know, fairly flattish kind of hugs the, the lake. I've never been out there before. So it just looks really cool. So I'm really excited about that. I know just paid for another race. How about that? And then um, also what was the other one that I think trail racing over Texas, they've got the, um, they usually do this race in August where it starts at noon for God's sake, stupidest idea ever. Um, and they have like, you know, all these different distances, including up to a hundred miles. Um, and you just run back and forth on this tract of land. And, um, it is called the Habanero hundred. And, um, that one is actually, I think that's moved to like the second week or no first weekend of, um, November. And, I'm really on the cusp of signing up for the 50 K cause I've got a ton of credits for trail racing over Texas. So probably should put that stuff to use. Um, Oh, Oh yeah. And then one more, Oh my God, I'm so excited. I get to exact some revenge in a few weeks. Um, I think it's the third week end in September. I want to say like around the 19th or something like that. I don't know. I don't have a calendar in front of me. Um, but anyway, that, 
the um, Texas two-way torture test is coming back. And I, that's at Lighthouse Ranch, which is <laughs> the most non-technical trails you can ever run on. Um, I mean, it's not to say there's no elevation because there is, um, but it's just running on cheap roads. And I absolutely love that. That's actually, you know, I'm not a technical trail runner. I really, I mean, I'll do it, but I, it's just not my forte. It's not what I like. And I think I'm, cause I'm a flatlander at heart, but nonetheless, um, that just got announced that it's coming back. And so I'm so excited about that. Actually, uh, my friend Maria and I are talking about doing that one. And, uh, this is one, and, and I've mentioned this in, I, probably in an earlier podcast, not like y'all hang on to my every word, but uh, this one, uh, it's held at this uh, private uh, ranch outside of, uh, or it's between Johnson City and um, Blanco, Texas, and uh, it's off of Highway 281, and you just kind of look up and you see this big like castle kind of building. It's kind of cool, but it's um, like a winery, and I don't know, they've got some really nice looking um guest houses there too. And, um, I mean, for me, it's like an hour or so drive up there. So I mean, I'm not going to stay overnight, but, but this one's kind of funny because twice I've done this race. Um, and I got lost first time I did it. I got lost on the course. Cause there's just like this one tricky part that you, I don't know. I, a lot of my friends were getting lost. And then about a year and a half ago, I did it. Um, they had moved it to like March or something. And I kind of decided on a whim, um, I think because I was trying to get some points for the Texas trail uh, running championships. And so I was like, well, this might be a good one to try and just kind of last minute, you know, join that race. And um, for some reason I got there and it was just about time to start. And I got kind of rattled by that. And me and this other woman, we were kind of walking together to the start line, but we, <laughs> we didn't go to the start line. We ended up on the course because what we were doing was following the arrow markings thinking that was going to take it. And I should know better. I've been to this race at least twice, you know, so you would think I'd know, but of course I had forgotten and I was rattled and <laughs> we ended up, you know, hiking about a mile out. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh God, we are on the course. And then all of a sudden I see all these runners uh, coming at us from the opposite direction. <laughs> so We had to go double back and get our way to the start line and started late. And this was one where, um, I literally was DFL on that one because I just, um, and it wasn't because of my time. It was just because I started late. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Oh, so this time, third time is a charm. I'm going to get you sucker. And, um, I'm going to do well at this one. And, uh, you know, I'm going to do the 10 miler and, um, just because I need it. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty psyched about that. So it's like things are starting to kind of feel normal-ish, even though it's not, it's not. I mean, I know that. Um, I, but I got, oh, and I'm going to be volunteering at the Tejas Trails, uh, the Mellow Race, which is uh, September 12th. So yeah, that's sandwiched between, okay, so I'm going to volunteer at Mellow and the festival, which is the 26th of September. And then in between that is the um, Lighthouse Ranch run or the Texas two-way torture test, whatever they call it now. Um, but anyway, yeah, so so I got a busy September coming up and I'm kind of excited about it because I haven't been out of San Antonio since February. So um, it's going to feel kind of good just to get out of town and you know, at trail races, even though we're social distancing and wearing masks and, you know, it's certainly not 
exactly the way it used to be and I don't expect it to be, but at least it'll kind of feel sort of normal-ish. And um, so I don't know, I think that's giving me some optimism. Um, you know, as I said, we're not out of this by a stretch and um, I'm not optimistic that things are going to get a lot better, um, you know, in the fall. Um, I just, I just don't know. I, I hate to sound so negative about everything, but I just <laughs> I really don't see a lot of people changing their behavior patterns. And, you know, you go to the grocery store and people are still wearing their masks under their noses, which just, oh, I just want to go up and slap people when I see that. I mean, literally I won't, but, um, yeah, that's kind of silly. Um, you know, if you're going to wear a mask, just wear it right for heaven's sakes. You know, this is not, you know, it's, I don't know. I, you know, you would just think that people could do that well, or they don't wear a mask at all. In fact, I have these nightmares where I and where people are not social distancing properly, or they're not wearing masks, or I might've forgotten mine. I mean, this is so weird how this just sort of like penetrates your subconscious. You're just like, God, what is wrong with me? You know, but it's like, you know, this is a very affecting thing, you know, and it's, it's a very affecting time. And, um, I guess, I don't know. I, I had to kind of give myself a pep talk last week because I was starting to feel a little down again. And, uh, just started thinking about, well, you know, I know I look back at life pr prior to the pandemic, you know, which has only been about, you know, six months ago for heaven's sake. But I look at that and I think, well, you know, there's stuff that's happening now that's not completely awful. And, um, I, and I need to be, you know, show some gratitude that, you know, life is still going on, even though it is not the way I remember it and it's not the way I want it to be, but it's, it's what it is. And I'm trying to, you know, hang on to that and try to stay optimistic. Sometimes I can't help it. Sometimes I give in and cave in. I mean, I talk to my sister about this all the time, you know, well, <laughs> I was telling her about the, uh, the bone density drug commercial. I think I've mentioned this before where these two women are walking around in floppy hats at some sort of like, I don't know, community antique fair or something, you know, and everybody's running around, you know, close to each other, no masks. <laughs> Actually, I saw it again last week and I had to like choke back a sob because it just, I was like, God, I miss that so much. I mean, you know, you think about it when you're living in, I mean, when, you know, in prior to this times, you know, you just think, ah, oh, you know, that's what it is. You know, life is like this. You don't even think about how normal, normal things are until it's taken away from you. And, and so I keep thinking things good could be worse. So I, I just try not to get too hung up about it. But anyway, so that, that's, a, that's a fairly long-winded update for you uh, about what's going on. But I think really, by and large, trying to stay optimistic, trying to stay focused. Um, I can't say that I'm, you know, I've solved the problem or anything because I know I haven't, but it's just something I'm going to take week by week. And, you know, there's going to be bad days. There's going to be good days. Um, I'm just kind of looking forward to the weather, you know, cooling off a little bit. Um, I mean, you know, it'd be nice just to have it, you know, up in the eighties or something and, you know, lows in the sixties or something. That would be kind of nice. I could deal with that, but, uh, you know, Hey, it's, uh, end of August, beginning of September in, in South Texas. And so you have to kind of, you know, accept it. It is, um, this is what we get, you know, if it got cold or something, that would be weird. So anyway, I think that's all I've got for now. Have a good week and I'll see you next time.